welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. If you are currently feeling stressed out right now, or your body's feeling super stressed out right now, this is a conversation for you. So we're going to dive into four ways having dealing with high stress can actually affect your weight loss and obviously affect your progress if you are working towards a specific body composition goal. Now, I want to start off this conversation first just by saying that stress isn't a bad thing right? Like stress can be a very good thing. It can really help us challenge our body, um, strengthen our body, right? It is something that is going to be an, an inevitable part of life and that we're going to have to deal with now. But there is a big difference between being stressed and being chronically stressed, right? To an extreme where it's every single day, all the time. And it's multiple, multiple stressors that are really, right? Holding you back from not only feeling your absolute best, but also having your body thriving. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And again, we're going to be diving into just kind of four really common ways, right? Chronic high stress can really affect your fat loss journey or your weight loss journey. Now, one of the big things, right, that you may have experienced many times before is that when you get stressed out, right, you tend to stress me right? A lot of times we want to kind of distract ourselves or comfort ourselves by turning to certain comfort foods, right? We're going to kind of end up really focusing on those really kind of refined foods, high sugar foods, high fat foods, um, really salty foods, right? So a lot of these foods, not that they're necessarily bad, but they can really kind of derail us from the path to the progress that we want to make. Or it could be certain foods that just don't leave us feeling our absolute best after. And so a lot of these foods will, because they're really high in sugar or salt or like fats, um, it really kind of stimulates those kind of like pleasure chemicals in our brain, right? We get that little bit of like a dopamine release and this is where it can really help us relieve tension. So that's why oftentimes, right, we'll turn to food during times of high stress for comfort and also, right, to distract ourselves because we're now focused on the food. We're focused on the eating versus whatever stressors or problems that we're having. Also, right, it gives us that opportunity to turn our moment of pain into a moment of pleasure. And so this is where, right, like it's not necessarily a bad thing, but if it is holding you back from the results that you're looking for or right? You are not feeling that great after you're going to foods that your body just does not tolerate well. This is where we really have to pay attention to our stress coping mechanisms. So this is actually something that we really like help our clients with um, in Nixon Nutrition, because again, when it's not as simple, like if we have a weight loss goal or a fat loss goal, it's not as simple as just being like, hey, I have a meal plan. This is what I need to eat. I have this workout plan. This is what I need to do. I have these healthy habits that I need to do, right? It's not as simple because it's, well, even if we know what we need to do, the execution of it can be a little bit challenging, especially if, right? Especially if we're stressed out or we're dealing with a lot of different stressors. So 
again, self-sabotage, I'm having an all or nothing mentality, just making choices that are out of alignment with right those habits that are going to get you the results you're looking for. All of those things can often be correlated with stress or poor stress coping mechanism. So if this is you, if this is something you're dealing with, let me know. And again, just know that when we take a moment and we just take that step back and we really kind of reflect on things and be like, hey, like, is this actually helping me with my stress, right? Or is this just a temporary distraction? And actually, it's honestly going to um, add on to my stress and add on to my frustration and also decrease my body's tolerance to stress, right? So sometimes a lot of people will turn to food for as like a stress coping mechanism. But unfortunately, doesn't really solve the problem. And whatever stressors we're dealing with tend to still be there. And now we might feel bloated, exhausted, uncomfortable, frustrated, and so forth. So one big way that dealing with high stress can really affect your weight loss journey is obviously if you are turning to food and you're dealing with stress eating or emotional eating, because again, this is really going to just affect how efficiently, right? You're going to reach your goals. Now, another really key thing to pay attention to is that when we're stressed out, right? Even if it's psychological, it can really affect our cortisol production. And so if we're in this chronic high stress state, right? Like there, we get like a certain stress hormone immediately if we have kind of acute stressors, right? We have that adrenaline rush. However, right? If something is stressing us out for a prolonged period of time and it is chronic, right? Or we are always in this sympathetic state or the stressed out state, this is where, right? It can affect our cortisol. And cortisol is going to not only affect how you feel, right? But it can really affect how our body is actually like not only regulating our blood sugar, right? And so affecting how we actually like metabolize and utilize glucose, um, but it can really also affect our body fat. And it actually can really primarily, like if it is something that has been for a prolonged period of time, right? It can really increase our visceral fat specifically. So we have a variety of different types of fats and some are like kind of less ideal than others, depending on especially where they are located in the body and cortisol, right? Like if our body is in that kind of chronic stressed out state, this can, right, really affect how our body is actually storing energy, right? Energy and glucose and like body fat as well. And so this is where, right, we can actually increase our kind of percentage of our visceral fat. It can really affect our, like how much weight we hold around our midsection specifically. And it can also, of course, affect our blood glucose, our cholesterol, um, and also our insulin levels too, right? So this is why, right, stress isn't necessarily a bad thing, but if it is chronic, if it is extreme, <laughs> if you don't give your body that downtime to rebalance, this can really affect how everything is functioning um, and how your adrenals are functioning. And of course, to really kind of keep you stuck at that plateau with your fat loss journey or your weight loss journey. Now, another really key area, right, that you've probably experienced many times is sleep. Right. If you're super stressed out, you're going to have a really hard time actually turning off and relaxing and going to bed, or you're going to wake up right throughout the night, or you're going to wake up early and just be like wired. So high stress can really affect our, our sleep. 
right? Because usually if we are kind of super stressed out and we're trying to lie down for bed and it's like we are dealing with all of these different things on our mind and we're super overwhelmed and super stressed out, it's going to really kind of hold us back from having that really kind of quality sleep or actually being able to fall asleep, right? Insomnia is super common. And the reason why this can specifically affect your weight loss journey and your fat loss journey is going to be because lack of sleep affects so many different things in the body. And some of the key things that really are going to be kind of most relatable to your weight loss journey is that when we like decrease our sleep or we don't get enough good quality sleep, it can really affect our hunger hormone ghrelin, right? And so this is really going to make us feel hungrier, right? How many of you have not spent a night sleeping, right? And you wake up the next morning and you're tired and you just feel like a bottomless pit. You're just so hungry. You have all of these increased cravings, right? You just feel like you can just constantly thinking about food, right? And this is often related specifically to ghrelin, which is our hunger hormone. So this is where, right, if we are going to decrease our sleep, it can make us hungrier. And therefore too, it can really affect, right, our ability to be more adherent to the specific plan or program that is going to really help us get those results, right? It's going to be harder to stay in a calorie deficit or make more aligned choices if you're also fighting hunger and fighting cravings and you're exhausted, right? And you're looking for those carbs all the time because again, this can really kind of derail you in terms of the path that is going to get you the results you're looking for. And then last but not least, right? If we're stressed out, it can really affect our routine, right? If we get overwhelmed and we get stressed out, we can wake up first thing in the morning and maybe we're not thinking about getting grounded and getting in our body and getting focused on our goals. But instead, we're going to end up just being in this really frantic, frazzled state. And so really paying attention to those routines and those habits that are going to help you get the results you're looking for and help you feel your absolute best, right? These things are really important because it's going to be really affected if we're dealing with like a lot of stress. If we're under a lot of stress, then our eating habits, right? They can become erratic. We can end up skipping meals because we're just thinking about other things. And then it's like, we get to a point where now we're starving and then we end up, we're not in the right place. And we're just like going, we're passing by a drive-thru and you're like, you know what? I'm starving. I need to eat something. I skipped my last two meals. And then you end up ordering something that's out of alignment with your goals. The other thing too, right, is if you are wanting to get motivated and like pumped up for a workout, it's going to be a lot more difficult if you're also stressed out. Now, this kind of work, it depends on the person, right? Because sometimes it's like you get overwhelmed, you get stressed out and you're like, you know what, what I need is like a good exercise routine. I just need a good workout. I just need to push myself. And sometimes, right, you actually get really epic workouts, but it can also so work the opposite way where you just feel unmotivated or you just don't have time because you're dealing with so many different things. And again, if we are trying to work to a specific goal, if we feel less stressed, we're going to feel 
a lot more balanced. We're going to stay a lot more mindful. Um, we're going to be a lot more focused, right? And we're going to stay a lot more motivated as well. So again, stress can really affect not only yourself psychologically, but also physically as well. And this is where, right, it can affect not just how your body is actually processing and utilizing nutrients and how it is feeling throughout the day, um, but it's also really going to affect your ability to stay mindful of the choices that you're having. So what can we do if we feel like stress is really holding ourselves back, right? And this is where if stress is derailing your weight loss journey or your fat loss journey, really start with the basics and really pay attention to like, okay, what is creating stress in my life, right? I always recommend people do a bit of like a stress inventory and really looking at their day-to-day and what is creating stress in their life and really trying to address those things first. But that being said, right, in terms of kind of what we just talked about, some very, very simple things that you can just focus on, make those primary um, kind of focuses in your day-to-day is going to be move, right? Go for a walk, even if it's just 30 minutes, right? Go for a walk, move your body. Um, If we get super stressed out and again, we get thrown out of our routine or we're super sedentary or we just get hyper-focused in front of uh, like a TV or not a TV, like a, a computer, right? Or we are just driving around everywhere and like dealing with certain stuff or maybe you get so stressed out, you actually retract and you just don't want to do anything and you stay in bed all day, right? Because you're just so overwhelmed. So one of the things that you can do is really just make sure to move your body, even if it's 30 minutes, even if it's just a walk outside. I love going for a walk out in nature because I find it so extremely grounding. And this is going to really kind of help you feel a lot better, um, but it's also really going to help with your cortisol and your adrenals as well. And so again, setting some time aside on 30 minutes, even if you may not feel like you have enough time right? Sometimes it can be a really great opportunity to reset, refocus, and ground yourself. Now, another really important thing to pay attention to is just slow down, right? Just slow down, take that step back, right? Really look at your day-to-day habits, everything that's happening. And like, sometimes we do need a little bit of a reset. And so when we are super overwhelmed and super stressed, right? This is where it's really easy to get in this like frantic state, right? Where it's just like, we just feel like we can't keep up and we're just kind of like going through the day. But sometimes again, it's like giving ourselves permission to take that stuff back. And even if it's like a quick meditation, even if it's a quick walk outside in nature, um, right? Even if it is kind of doing a journaling practice and just like letting out your thoughts or just sitting, sitting down and sitting with yourself and just being in your body right? It can really help you reset and take that step back to really reevaluate things um, from a place of focus, right? Not this frazzled, frantic state. Now, third, you might not like this one, um, especially if you're having trouble sleeping, because of course, too, lack of sleep often means lack of energy, which often means that you are looking for that next caffeine hit and you're buying that next coffee or you're drinking that other coffee. But caffeine specifically, yes, it can help with energy, but it can also contribute to anxieties, 
specifically, right? So this is where if we're stressed out and we're overwhelmed and we're feeling super anxious, throwing a big dose of caffeine or coffee isn't going to necessarily help with that. So really paying attention to your caffeine intake. And even if you are wanting something, right, sometimes doing like a herbal tea um, or decaf coffee instead can be a bit helpful um, just for, again, not adding fuel to that fire, right? So it can really, again, stimulate you even more um, and kind of contribute to that anxiety. And now you're just like even more stressed out and nobody wants that. So, and then last but not least, maintain good sleep hygiene. So this kind of comes down to just helping you with that sleep, right? Helping keep those other hormones in check helping you feel more balanced, more energized, so you're not going for the caffeine. Um, And it's also going to help you maintain routine, right? Again, it can be really easy to get super stressed out and then you're staying up super late and then you're not getting a good sleep and then you're like sleeping in and now your whole day's off and you're rushing into your next day and you're like, man, I didn't even have any time for myself. And I, you have the alarm go off, you sleep in, you're late and you're already starting your day feeling behind. If you've experienced that, let me know. Because again, that can often be the scenario and it just like keeps you in that state. So really getting your sleep in check because it's going to help everything else. It's going to help you feel a lot more energized. You feel a lot more balanced and it's really going to help you start the next day at a proper time. And so really kind of setting some time aside and just being like, okay, I need to, if I want to wake up at this time, I need to go to bed at this time. And that doesn't mean setting a 10 PM bedtime. And then when the moment that you see the clock turn to 10 five, now you're like, okay, I'm going to go to bed because guess what? right? You're probably doing something and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I need to go to bed now. So I always tell people at least, at least 30 minutes before the time you actually want to go to bed, if not an hour, right? Turn off your devices, turn off your screens, right? Stop watching TV, stop being on your phone, scrolling TikTok, doing all of these different things, right? And really start winding down your day and your body um, in order to actually fall asleep at that time that you need to, right? So even if your bedtime is at 10, right, you should start your evening routine around nine, ideally. And again, this is going to kind of prep your body, help you really kind of relax, right? Reduce your cortisol, increase that melatonin production and help you actually fall asleep um, a lot more like effectively. So that being said, right? There's a variety of other things that you can do to help reduce stress. Um, and it's very a very complex subject, right? There is many different things that can be contributing stress for ourselves. And it's really going to be person dependent. Obviously, what's creating stress in your life is going to be the first thing to pinpoint. And it can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be psychological, it could be like a variety of different things. But again, really doing that stress inventory and pinpointing those primary sources of stress are going to help you actually address them or support your body better and have it be a lot more effective. So just know, right, if you're feeling super stressed out, it's going to be a lot more difficult to crush your weight loss goals, get the results you're looking for, right? And also feel your absolute best. So 
if you ever need support, if you ever need help, you know how to reach me. As I mentioned, like at Nixon Nutrition, we tackle not just nutrition, not just exercise, but we also work on stress management and mindset because all of these factors, right, play into your ability to reach your goals and also optimize your health, right? It's that holistic approach. And the reason why we do it is because it's like we are complex human beings and there are many different pieces of our journey um, and what plays into our results. So that being said, if you have any questions, just reach out. Let me know if you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Bye guys. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Clark. Until next time.